have your Bibles, we're going to invite you to stand as we go to the Word of the Lord here this morning. Amen. And uh, this may be a different place we'll read on Easter, you'll ever read on Easter Sunday, but Revelation chapter 5. Amen. Someone say amen. <laughs> Revelation chapter 5 and verse number 1 is where we're going to begin reading. Amen. Again, it's wonderful to have everyone with us in the house of the Lord. Amen. God is uh, faithful. Amen. I think I say that a lot, but it's so true. Amen. God is faithful. Amen. In fact, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the faithful and true witness. And God is just so faithful. Uh, he's so good. Uh, he's just so, so good. So faithful and so good. And you don't realize, amen, until you go through a valley or you go through a trial and you realize, man, God, I don't know how I would have made it without the Lord. And I was talking to Brother Lopez a couple weeks ago. He preached for us, amen, two Sundays ago. And he said, I used to always say, amen, I don't know how people do it without the Lord. But he said, I had to add to that as I went through personal things in life. And he said, I don't know how people do it without the Lord and without the people of God. Amen. Every one of us, amen, that comes together and strength, we strengthen each other. We encourage one another. Amen. That's why Hebrews, uh, I think it's 10 and 25, says not to forsake the assembly of yourselves together as a matter of some is. Amen. So let's continue to be strengthened by one another. Revelation chapter 5. Amen. And verse number 1. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book. Written within and on the back side, sealed with seven seals, and I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. The fifth chapter of Revelation opens with a book in the right hand of the one who sat on the throne. The book that is described next appears to be a redemption scroll that was double-sided. This scroll would contain legal validation of the redemption of the earth and its inhabitants and was sealed with completeness, hence the number seven which indicated a fully completed transaction. As each seal would later be broken, the end time events would be revealed, this indicating the finalization of the redemption process that will be brought to pass. And here the the angel tells John that no man was worthy to open the book. Verse 4. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. The weeping of John the Revelator indicates a search throughout the Old Testament and throughout human history before the coming of Jesus Christ. The search was long and frustrating and finally it was unsuccessful. None in any realm, amen, man nor angel was able to open the book. Amen. None was sufficient. Verse 5 says it. It continues on. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, 
the root of David hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Here one of the elders of the 24 uh, represents Amen. An Old Testament perspective, which has it was a view of the Lord prevailing as a warrior king. Hence, Amen. The Lion of the tribe of Judah. But it was revealed in the New Testament in John's eyes as the emergence of the Lamb that was slain. Amen. Referring to Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. One view was before the incarnation of God and one was following the incarnation of God the incarnation being God becoming a man that is what the incarnation was and the seven horns eyes and spirits represented fullness of power and strength amen the Bible talks about the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church it represents the fullness of wisdom and of the spirit and the lamb emerges in John's eyes from the midst of the throne not as another God or another being, but as the very self of divinity proceeding outward in self-revelation for the purposes of our redemption. And here His humanity is seen in that He is the ultimate Lamb. The Lamb that was slain. Verse 7, we continue on. And He came and He took the book out of the right hand of Him that sat upon the throne. Here, universal Amen. Salvation is unfolded as the Lamb of God proceeds out from essential infinite deity in the human condition. This is the Almighty or the Lamb, the the Lion becoming the Lamb. This is the incarnation of God becoming a man to redeem lost humanity in the world. In three more verses, if you'll stick with me. Verse number 8. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps, which are musical instruments, and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Let me stop and tell somebody today that God hears every prayer you've ever prayed. Amen. God does not forget those prayers. And God remembers them. There is a vial in heaven that is filled with the prayers of the saints. The Bible continues. Amen. Here's where we'll focus for a few moments this morning. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. And hast made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. But verses from this this last couple verses is the song of the redeemed. And as the 24 elders would fall down before the Lamb, this indicates a surrender of the Old Testament program to a new and a better way according to Hebrews. Amen. This new song of the redeemed is figurative language for the New Testament salvation in the church. This new song clearly identifies these as being made kings and priests. Hallelujah. I want to preach for a few moments on the song of the redeemed. The song of the redeemed. 
Why don't we lift our hands unto the Lord and open up our mouths and let out a shout of praise and begin to worship God in this place. Would you do that with me this morning? Would you take a few moments and would you worship Him? The Lamb slain from the foundations of the world. We're thankful today for all that you've done. We love you today. We praise you. We worship you. Come on, let's take a few more moments. Let's lift up our voices. Let's magnify the Lord in this place today. Lord, you're worthy to be praised. Come on, somebody lift up your voice. Come on, somebody lift up your voice. Anybody believe God can do something great in this service this morning? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Come on, clap your hands one more time and worship the Lord. Let's clap our hands in this place this morning. Come on, come on, let's clap our hands. Let's really do it this morning. Come on, he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The song of the redeemed. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Amen. Thank you for standing with us for the reading of the word of the Lord. Bear with me for a few moments as I open this message here this morning. One person said it like this. He loves to hear the the wind sing. As it whistles, and some of you are going to recognize this in a few moments, as it whistles through the pines and mountain leaves. And he loves to hear the raindrops as they splash to the ground in a magic melody. He smiles in sweet approval as the waves crash to the rocks in harmony. And creation joins in unity to sing to him majestic symphonies. Anybody know what I'm talking about this morning? But his favorite song of all, is the song of the redeemed. When lost sinners now made clean, lift their voices loud and strong. When those purchased by His blood lift to Him a song of love, there's nothing more He'd rather hear, nor so pleasing to His ear as His favorite song of all. This, this, particular, uh, this particular writing would continue on, and it says, and He loves to hear the angels As they sing, holy, holy is the Lamb. Heaven's choirs in harmony lift up praises to the great I Am. But He lifts His hands for silence when the weakest saved by grace begins to sing. And a million angels listen as a newborn soul sings, I've been redeemed. Amen. And the final part of this says it's not just melodies and harmonies. That catches a man his attention. It's not just clever lines and phrases. That causes him to stop and listen. But when anyone set free. Washed and bought by Calvary. Begins to sing. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In other words, amen. This song written several years ago by the group Phillips. Craig and Dean called favorite song of all talks about Revelation chapter 5 and verse number 9. Amen. As there was the redeemed 
that begin to lift up their voices and sing unto the Lord. Hallelujah. The favorite song of Jesus. Amen. Many of you know each other's favorite songs or we know, amen, those that are dearest and nearest to us. We know their favorite song. But can I tell you today that the favorite song of the Lord is the song of you and I, the redeemed, as we lift up our voices and we worship Him and we stop and we give Him glory in this house. Two moments ago, we begin to sing. We sing about being an overcomer. We sing about being never defeated. We sing about being surrounded by Him. And as you and I begin to lift up voices and lift up hands and lift up eyes and begin to sing to the Lord, I believe that the Lord stopped and listened and said, Isn't that beautiful? Angel Gabriel, Angel Michael, listen to the Abundant Life Center of Lathrop. Amen. Some of them were former alcoholics. Some of them were former drug addicts. Some of them were former witchcraft workers. Some of them were messed up. They were rotten to the core. But when I saved them, when I delivered them, and turned their lives around, and look at them, Gabriel, look at them, Michael, now they're singing the song of the king. Hallelujah. Clap your hands one more time unto the Lord and give Him praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. We're, we're just going to just have a good time in this place this morning. I hope that's all right with some of you. Amen. The most beautiful song of all and the favorite song of the Lord is when the redeemed people of God come together in the revelation of who God is and they begin to lift up their voices. There's something about it when God hears those who He has redeemed and they're singing in harmony and they're singing in unity. That's why the Bible says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. God takes notice of unified purposes and unified voices and unified worship. Amen. That's why when there's the spirit of division that begins to work in the church, it stops what God wants to do. But when we begin to come into one mind and one accord and we lift up Jesus and we say, thank you that you saved me. Thank you that you delivered me. Amen. I believe that God says that's the most beautiful sound in my ears is the song of the redeemed. But who are the redeemed? And what does it mean to be redeemed? Amen. The redeemed are those men, women, boys, and girls. Amen. Those of every skin color, of every language, from every walk of life, the up and out, the down and out. Amen. Those that have given their lives to God. And God has delivered them. And God has rescued them from the clutches or the grasp of sin and destruction. Hallelujah. I wasn't always where I am today, but there was a day, amen, when I was lost and I was without God and trying to do my own thing, amen, in the shadows of sin. But God had mercy upon me and God picked me up and He saved me and He set me free and He gave me a sound mind. He put a head on my shoulders. He put a light on my path and He said, walk therein. And God has helped me ever since. But the redeemed are the delivered and they are the rescued men and women and people of God. They have been redeemed or purchased from the hold and the power of the enemy. 
Jesus has rescued them from their enemies and has not allowed them to be destroyed. Jesus has rescued the alcoholic. He's rescued the drug addict. We could take all day and have just Brother Gutierrez tell us his testimony and what God did. We could have Sister Camarita stand and testify all day of what God did and so many others in this place. But God has restored. God has healed. God has saved. God has delivered. And I'm so thankful to be an apostolic Pentecostal child of God. He's been so good to me. Someone shout praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The redeemed have a song that only they can sing. The angels, the Bible says, they can't sing our song, Sister Gina. They look down and they say, I wonder what it feels like for Sister Gina. Amen. To worship the Lord because God delivered her and God saved her and God healed her and set her free. Amen. Sister Gina's a walking testimony. Amen. When she first came here many years ago, she came in on a walker with leg braces. Amen. All the way down her legs. Amen. And we had to put a ramp for her to get up to for one step. Amen. But today I've seen this woman run those aisles. I've seen her dance. I've seen her jump. I've seen God do great things. You said, I don't believe it. Amen. Look at some old pictures. Amen. I once was. Amen. But now I'm set free. And God has been good to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm so thankful that I can sing the song of the redeemed. Hallelujah. It's a new song. Amen. Revelation 5 and 9 says they sung a new song. Isaiah 43 and 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. In other words, God will do the impossible for you that you can get from point A to point B, the fulfillment of God's promises. So long as you just slip up a hand and say, God, I surrender. I'm giving myself. I'm thankful today for all that you've done. And I want to step into that plan you have for my life. Hallelujah. God will do a new thing for someone today. If you're here today, you say, man, life's just getting old and monotonous and boring and tired. and sick and tired of the same hangover every week. And I'm sick and tired of another broken relationship as he cheated on me and she cheated on me. I'm sick and tired of, of all the, the junk and the turmoil the strife in life and the fighting and the bickering. I'm sick and tired of all the things in life. And, and why does it got to be this way? You know what? God can do a new work in your life today. Amen. God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. According to Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, when the Apostle Peter, that first Pope of the Catholic Church, stood up with the eleven and he began to proclaim, repent of your sins. Amen. Be baptized in Jesus' name and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. God will do a new thing in your life today. And when God does a new thing, amen, he makes all things new. For 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You know what the song of the redeemed is? It's thank you, Jesus, that you took the old life and you washed it in the watery grave of baptism in the name of Jesus. And I've come out brand new. I've got a new perspective on life. I've got a new future. I've got a new hope. I've got a promise.
you come to an apostolic church such as this one, amen, there's so many people that they can't sit still, they can't stay quiet because we're singing the song of the redeemed. I'm thankful for the blood that washed me and made me clean. I'm thankful for the blood, amen, that was shed on Calvary 2,000 years ago. The Bible continues in the book of Revelation that the song of the redeemed, it tells us, was for every kindred, every tongue, every people, and every nation. Amen. In other words, it's for everybody. Amen. It's for everybody. It's for the Hispanic. It's for the African American. It's for the Caucasian. It's for the Asian American. It's for the Middle Eastern man. It's for every skin color, every language, every tribe, every tongue, every nation. It's for the Russians. It's for the Germans. Amen. It's for the Africans. It's for, amen, the Mexicans. It's for the Puerto Ricans. It's for the Chinese, the Japanese. Every nationality, it's for everybody. This is not a black church, a white church, a brown church. This is the apostolic church. It's for everybody, everywhere, all the time. This is the church of the living God. Hallelujah. This is the song of the redeemed. The words show, too, that the fruits of the redemption are intended for the whole world. They're not limited to any chosen nation. Amen. Though some are uh, excluded by their own acts. Amen. But it was, and I'm, I'm quickly bringing this to a close this morning. It was in Psalms 107, verse number 1 and 2. Amen. If you have your Bibles, just go quickly. Amen. To the book of Psalms. Because I believe there's a connection with this chapter in Revelation chapter 5. It was in the book of Psalms, amen, many years prior, amen, to the writing of John the Revelator on the Isle of Patmos. It was in Psalms 107 that it said it like this, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. And verse 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. I think that there was a little bit in David's heart, a little bit of frustration because of the next proceeding verses. He begins to tell them about all the things God's done. And he's saying, why don't this people just begin to worship God? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Stay with it for a few more moments. And gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in its solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. They found they didn't find a place where they belonged. They were hungry. They were thirsty. And their soul fainted in them. In other words, they were doing without for a long period of time in a desolate, destructive way. But verse number 6 says, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He pulled them out. He delivered them out of their distresses, and He led them forth by the right way. He began to show them the path that they were to walk in from that moment forward that they might go to a city of habitation. God has a place prepared for everyone in this house today. God has a promise upon this church today. And then it, it continues. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. For He satisfied the longing soul and filled the hungry soul with goodness. 
And I believe that the desire of King David in Psalms 107, amen, John, the revelator on the Isle of Patmos foresaw in Revelation chapter 5. Hey, hey, King David, I'm seeing something you desired many years ago. I'm seeing something you would have loved to see, King David. I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the redeemed of the Lord. I'm seeing them say so. I'm seeing them sing a song of victory, not of defeat, but of joy and of overcoming and of having God's presence surround them and fill their lives. I think just for a few moments in Revelation chapter 5 and verse 9, amen, that God began to satisfy the longing soul, the longing heart of King David that said, oh, that men would praise the Lord. And I believe that David could look into this this service on this Sunday morning. I believe he'd see some people that say, God's been good to me. And then God's been good to me. When he found me, I was lost and messed up. But look at me now. God has done a great work in my life. And I'm thankful to God for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm thankful to God for it. Hallelujah. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Or let them testify of God's goodness. Let them testify of the things that God's done. Let them praise the Lord for His goodness. And let them thirdly show the world of God's goodness. Amen. The people of God, that's you and I today. We are to always recognize our responsibility and our privilege to praise and worship God. It's a responsibility both responsibility and both, amen, a privilege to worship the Lord. A responsibility and a privilege. Amen. Our, our late founding pastor, my father, amen, could be seen in times past many services just dancing and running the aisles. Didn't matter if he was 86, amen, he would still be up here, amen, worshiping the Lord because he recognized that's a responsibility and it's a privilege. I get to worship God. Once I was lost in sin and I danced for the Lord, the world all, all the night long, but now that God saved me, giving me a sound mind, giving me peace, giving me a good home and a good family, I am thankful for what God's done. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord right now for a few moments and worship the Lord. Come on, take a few moments and lift up the name of our God. Come on, lift your voice. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. There was a new song sung by the redeemed. It was a song of the redeemed. Hallelujah. Let me tell somebody in this place today, don't ever forget what Jesus did for you. Hallelujah. Don't ever forget where He brought you from. Don't ever forget what He did in your life when you first found God. Don't ever forget the faith of God delivered you and set you free. Amen. Don't ever forget, Sister Dee, how God did you right when the world did you wrong. Don't ever forget. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go forward. Live that new life. Don't go back to the old life. In fact, stay as far away from the old life as possible. Stay as far away from the old life as possible. Say, well, God delivered me from 
alcoholism. But I'm hanging out with my alcoholic buddies. No. You need to get as far away from that as possible. God delivered me from pornography, but I, I keep my subscriptions and I keep looking. No. Get as far away from it as possible. God delivered me from smoking weed. He delivered me from drugs. But I still got lots of friends in my phone that, that still do drugs. And I call them once in a while. No, stay as far away from it as possible. Amen. God, I don't want to go back to the old life. I want to live the new life. I want to sing the song of the redeemed. My life should be a song of the redeemed. Be an overcomer. Stop hanging around the old lifestyle, the old people you party with, the old music you rocked out to and in sin. Get as far away from it as possible. God, one of these days, I'm going to join together, amen, with those that have gone on before me to meet the Lord. And we're going to have a time in God's house. It's going to be one eternal day without a night. Amen. I was reading a little bit about heaven uh, last night. Amen. Study a little bit about the, all the promises of God. One promise of heaven. Hallelujah. Uh, one was the promise of heaven. I began to read this book and it, uh, and it began to talk about, amen, the, the, the individual that, that passes from this life to the next life as a child of God. And while they take their, uh, for, and I'm just going to be specific, amen, a few weeks ago now, my father took his last breath here in Kaiser Manteca. But when he, right after his last breath at Kaiser Manteca, his next first breath was in the presence of the Lord. Amen. He bid farewell to family here, but he bid a great hello to, amen, to the angels above and the crowd of witnesses. And I'm thankful to God. Hallelujah. That God has a purpose and a plan for my life. Amen. If we don't have that promise, the Bible says we are all men most miserable, but I know that when I take my last breath here, I'll take my first breath up there. When I bid farewell to the world down here, I'll bid a hearty hello to the world above. And I'll sing the song of the redeemed. Amen. With the cloud of witnesses that the Bible talks about. Hallelujah. If anybody asks you where I'm going, you tell them I'm going to see the King. I'm going up yonder. I'm going up yonder. I'm going up yonder. Amen. I might look crazy to you down here, but if you knew what God did for me, hallelujah, you'd run. You would run and dance and shout, and you'd carry on because God's been good. God's been good. God's been good. Oh, it's the song of the redeemed. He's been good. He's been faithful. And on this Resurrection Sunday, hallelujah, we celebrate a risen Savior that overcame death, hell, and the grave. He overcame everything you and I had not been able to overcome. Stand with me as the music begins to play. He overcame death, hell, and the grave. So you would have an example and no excuses. God, you overcame all that the world threw at you. 
Let me tell someone today what John the Revelator talks about in Revelation 5 and 9. That's for you. That's not him seeing a bunch of other people. No, he saw Sister Gutierrez. He saw Sister Leticia. He saw Sister Didi. He said, oh. They're singing the song of the redeemed. They've overcome. God's been with them. He's never let them down. Hallelujah. He looked from that prison cell in Patmos, the island, that island much like Alcatraz. And he got in the spirit of the Lord's day and he began to see some things. He began to see a host of people that was the redeemed, those that have accepted New Testament salvation according to Acts 2 and 38, repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, and the Holy Ghost. And he said there's a cloud of witnesses. There's a host of people that is singing the song of the redeemed. Oh, it's a beautiful sign this morning. Close your eyes with me. Every eye closed. I want you to lift up your hands. I want you to close your eyes and lift up your hands with me. I don't care if it feels foolish. Amen. I'm just asking you to do this for a moment. Close your eyes and lift up your hands and the Lord is a sign of surrender. Jesus. Would you show this preacher? Would you show John the Revelator in Revelation? God, did he see me in that cloud of witnesses? Did he see the abundant life center in that vision? Yes, he saw this church. He said, wow, David wanted to see that. David longed for that. David had lots of things, desires fulfilled, but David never saw what I'm seeing. Oh, beautiful church lifting up their heads and saying, I love you. Hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb. Holy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. I'm inviting this church to come right now to this front altar area. Hallelujah. I want this church to gather around the front today. I want everybody to come if you're able to. I want you just to come and I want you just to lift up the Lord. God's doing something beautiful in this service right now. I want you to come. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, I'm telling you, heaven seeing right now in this place of people that are called out of people that are called out and they're lifting their heads and they're saying God I love you you're worthy to be praised God wants to redeem somebody today he wants to rescue somebody from the clutches of hell the grip of hell he wants to set somebody free today I need some folks, amen, full of the Holy Ghost to help me pray this altar this morning. Hallelujah. I need somebody to get out and help me pray. God, I believe, I believe that this group of people was the ones that 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, God's doing some great things right now. While some of you look down, amen, God's plan for your life. You don't realize it, but John the Revelator saw your face in a vision, and he said, one day, hallelujah, there's going to be an Alice Navarez that sings a song of the redeemed. No matter what she's had to fight, there's going to be a Nathan Hall that sings a song of the redeemed. No matter what is passed on him. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Amen. This could be our last Easter Sunday we celebrate at the church. We don't know what the future holds. Hallelujah. Today is the day of salvation. Right now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. Amen. If this is my last Easter Sunday, I'm going to worship God. I'm going to give Him all. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. I will 
Oh,